This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? You're listening to 5 Tip Friday. There's a book that's been going around and has been gaining so much popularity called The Psychology of Money. And I think it's a really good one. This is by Morgan Housel. And I think this is such a good book because it's more about the behavior side of personal finance, which as you know, I'm such a big fan of. I think behavior trumps math every single time. And so I wanted to share with you five takeaways that I personally got from this book and see if, I don't know, if you've read it, I'd love to hear what your takeaways were, but hopefully this will trigger something in you and make you want to read the book. Takeaway one was earning wealth and keeping wealth are totally different beasts. This I thought was so important because so many times we think, we associate that if you make a lot of money, you will be a wealthier person. Wealth and rich are very, very different. And so you can't really compare them. I always like the the saying, wealth is what you don't see because I think it's very true. And that's what this book talks a lot about too, is that your ability to earn wealth and your ability to keep wealth are just so drastically different. The other thing is respecting luck. This was a big takeaway that I learned from this book too. Luck plays a huge role in our financial success. And sometimes we don't like to believe that. We don't like to talk about it. But frankly, timing is everything. And that can be a really hard thing to accept, especially if we want to believe that all of our own efforts led to that that moment of luck. And that's partially true sometimes. But we have to respect luck because that is truly such a huge piece of our finances. The next takeaway that I got was the margin of safety. The margin of safety was probably one of the more important principles, in my opinion, because it's really underappreciated when it comes to finance. And it comes in many forms. So they, the author gives an example of a margin of safety being a frugal budget, which means if you're living frugally, you have room for error, which is essentially what margin of safety is. So it can be that. It can be flexible thinking. A loose timeline was another example they gave. Maybe instead of being so diehard on, I have to get this house by this date, or I have to have these sort of status symbols in order to prove something by a set date. Sometimes if you have a loose timeline, it can actually give you that margin of safety. So I think margin of safety is one of the more important principles when it comes to our lives. I noticed this when I started my own business. When I went full-time into my business, I immediately had to build in lots of margin of safety. I lived on a very, very frugal budget. I had a very simple life and that allowed my business to grow. So it's really important that you find a margin of safety in your own life in some capacity. The next 
takeaway that I got from this book was that it's really, really hard to calculate the ROI, the return on investment on emergency funds, because that allows you to have peace of mind and the ability to walk away from a job you don't like, a relationship that's not serving you, whatever your situation might be. It's hard to calculate that ROI on peace of mind. And so because of that, it's not a mathematical thing. We sometimes think once you have a set amount of money in your emergency fund, you're good, you're covered, all of that kind of stuff. But we fail to remember there is an ROI on emergency funds and peace of mind. It's just incredibly difficult to calculate. The last takeaway that I think is really important is that most people's happiness comes from feeling in control of our time. We sometimes leave great jobs with very fulfilling work if we don't feel in control of the way our time is spent. This resonated with me tremendously because we're seeing this right now with the great resignation is what they're calling it, where people are living, leaving great jobs and saying no, like this is, I don't have that autonomy over my time I, and people aren't happy about it. And so I think it's really an important concept to remember is that our happiness comes from feeling in control of our time. So anything you can do in your financial life to take control of your time, to buy back time, so to speak, that is so critical. That's why we start to invest as much money as possible. That's why we have an entire community of financial independent retire early, people that want to be financially independent to have the option to quit working and have control over their time. There's entire industries built around how to control your time. And so I think it's a really important thing to internalize and ask yourself, what can I do with my finances today to help me get more control and more autonomy over my work and my time? Very important questions to ask. Now, these were just five takeaways that I got from this book. It was full of tons of different lessons, really, really great points. For one reason or another, I'm not quite sure why, these were the takeaways that resonated with me. Again, you might read it and get totally different ones, and I would love to hear what your takeaways were. Shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm at Whitney underscore Hanson underscore co. Come say hi. Let me know you're listening into the show, and let me know if you did read this book and what your takeaways were. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so grateful for your support and I will see you next week for another episode of the Money Nerds Podcast. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.